Looking for a nice sunny day. High near 66, but a little bit breezy. Right now, again, it is 55 degrees. The skies are cloudy, but right here in the studio, everything is bright and sunny. I am I'm so happy to have our guest with us today. I, I first saw her perform uh, 2015 at the Northeast Regional Folk Alliance Conference. I didn't have a chance to say hello back then. And I, I was just one of everybody in that room that was astounded when she started singing and, and these amazing songs. Uh, she's originally from Ireland, now living in Canada. Tonight, she'll be at Rockwood Music Hall, Stage 3 at 10 p.m. But right now, we have her in our studio. I'd like to welcome to Traditions, Irish Mython. Irish, how are you? Yeah, it's fantastic to be here, Ron. Thanks oh, so much for inviting us. Uh, my pleasure. I'm sorry you had to face a little traffic today. You know, no New, New Jersey roads are a little tough, but uh, hey, you're here. Mm. Well, before we start chatting, I see you've got your guitar, and I I've do. been dying to have this happen, so could, could, <laughs> could you start us off with a song? I'd love to. I'm going to start off with one called Gypsy Dancer. This empty bottle causes this aching hell. Yeah, it's all an illusion. You just will not break those ties. And now the memories fading. We don't know why. Quick sight in the mirror, yeah. I'm losing patience with myself. My pockets are empty. Cause God is my well. Oh, you took it from me when this morning was too young. With the opening of eyes, you were gone. A sweet serenade, sweet dancer. It was the touch of your hands. You'll be my final romancer. Now we both know why 
me my final It's always been the touch of your hands It'll always be the touch of your hands You are my final romance Wow. Oh, <laughs> boy. I thought you were going to start with something upbeat, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was phenomenal! Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. That that that's a song off of your uh, your latest CD. Yeah, which the is, self-titled. Yeah. yeah, the self-titled one, which won the uh, East Coast Music Awards for yes, Roots Album of the Year. Very proud of that. Oh, yeah. congratulations! Yeah, yeah. That is that is wonderful. You you know you your music has been in the, in the last two years. Uh, I, I guess ever since Folk Alliance. Mm-hmm. You've been doing, you, you closed out the Philadelphia Folk Festival last year. You've, Real honor. You've been yeah. touring Australia, all yeah. over the world. What do you attribute it to? You've been, you've been doing this for a while, but suddenly something clicked. What, it's that, uh, I think it's that old chestnut, the 20-year overnight success, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I, think, uh, I think in the last sort of two years, um, you know, I got, I got a lot more serious about, about the craft and, and I saw a kind of uh, an opening um, for us to kick up a gear, uh, surrounded myself with some brilliant people, um, you know, pestered them until they said yes to working <laughs> with me. Um, and, and we really kicked up a gear because I saw there was such a push in the folk roots uh, music, a lot of it going into the mainstream. So there was a real, there was a real opportunity yeah. there. Um, and just grabbed it, and, and I've been hanging on with both hands uh, yeah. ever since. You know, wow. getting the opportunity to to like bring my music to Australia was was also huge. And the the first trip, uh, the first tour I did was uh, it was November to February, and it was uh, seventy five shows in ninety one days. And is that the one you were opening for Melissa Etheridge? No, that was the oh, second. That one. was the second. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. Wow. So um, during that one, uh, there was a, there was uh, three or four big festivals, but one the the big one was uh, the Woodford Folk Festival, and that's that's just massive. It's absolutely massive. So that gave me a real uh, a real opening and a, and a strong following, and and they, uh, you know, that computed into into people following me around Australia, which was which was marvelous. And then uh, uh, a gentleman by the name of Peter Noble, who is a massive booker in. Uh, in Australia, and he also runs the the Brisbane uh, uh, Blues Fest, which is huge. I mean, they had Kendrick Lamar, they had, uh, you know, uh, uh, Neil Gallagher uh, this, from Neil Noel Gallagher from uh, mm-hmm. Oasis, and the list went on. Fleetwood Mac, I mean, and and Melissa, and so I got an offer to play that, and that offer, you know, you, you read the, the the first few lines, and you're like, yes, I'm taking that, and then you read down the email, and it also includes. And would you like to open for Melissa Etheridge oh, on her <laughs> Australian tour? And it's kind of like, well, we'll get back to you. <laughs> no, of course we'll do that. Holy, uh, yes, right. we'll do that. So then I went back. Uh, I literally arrived back from the first Australian tour, uh, you know, got on a plane back to my hometown of Charlottetown, did a show, 8.30 the next morning. I was back on a plane to finish out some uh, Australia, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Ontario dates. And then got on a plane straight back to Australia. Oh, and my goodness. Yeah, so it was marvelous. <laughs> and then from Australia, 
um, hit the ground running again, got 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 back to Canada enough time to do my laundry and then right. on a plane again and I toured the UK for the whole month of April with the BBC Folk Music Band of the Year, uh, uh, the Youngins. So right. tremendous, tremendous. And then, yeah, and then uh, straight from there came straight here to the US. So, oh my goodness. Yeah. I, you don't have time to relax. Road huh? warrior, I tell you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I, I read somewhere you, you tour like 10 months out of the yep. year. And yep. that's, uh, well, you know, it's great because, you know, you strike while the iron's hot, as they exactly. say. Exactly, exactly. You know, you're, you're, you're gaining a lot of attention. Um, uh, playing for audiences in different parts of the world, mm -hmm. Europe, uh, Canada, where you're living now, mm -hmm. U.S., Australia. Are, are you finding audiences reacting differently to music? I mean, your, your music is kind of a, you play contemporary and yep. traditional. Yep. And you vote for people like Rod Stewart, yeah. um, Melissa Etheridge, yeah. people who are not exactly the folk community, no. but you, you kind of relate to everybody. I'm really lucky. And there again, I think it was it was looking at, uh, it's it's difficult, Ron, because sometimes we don't want to, we, we don't want to, you know, talk about our art specifically as business but the business uh, side of it the opportunity was there and I saw there was a great crossover between folk music into the mainstream and and then having the opportunities of opening to these people uh, for these people uh, it just it opened up a whole new audience so I'm I'm always uh, uh, I'm always amazed because there'll be there'll be 15 year olds in the audience and there'll be 85 year olds in the mm -hmm. audience and and you know I'm lucky because the music is translating across uh, uh, across that that uh, sort of group of people so I'm I'm just happy and like yeah. I said I'm just hanging on with both hands <laughs> and we'll go go go. <laughs> well, that's great. Again, let's mention tonight you're going to be at Rockwood Music Hall yeah. Stage Three. That's a 10 p.m. show. Great club at 196 Allen Street in New York City. Um, RockwoodMusicHall.com is their website. First time you played Rockwood? Or? Yes, yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, I'm pumped. I'm yeah. pumped. It's, it's kind yeah. of the uh, the epicenter of New York for music these days. Yeah. I mean, it used to be there were so many places to play in the city. Now it's kind of whittled down, but uh, Rockwood is, is the place. So audiences are going to love that. Um, I wonder if you would mind uh, doing another song for sure, us. Sure, of course, yeah. This uh, this next song, Ron, is uh, it's. I'm gonna chat because I'm tuning. But uh, this next song is for an elderly gentleman who lives in a home in Penticton, British Columbia, and it's the little story about him and his beautiful wife dancing every day until he unfortunately lost her to Alzheimer's. This is called Their Waltz. Come take my hand. Move across this floor We'll dance in time Right out the door So keep with me the rhythm The reason and the rhyme Come on, keep with me, my love for the rest of time We'll walk forever Through this world and on For they can't take our love Though your memories have gone Gentle yet strong I will 
carry you, my wife. Let this be not our last song. So keep with me the rhythm, yeah. All the reason and the rhyme. Come on, keep with me, my love. For the rest of time. I sit by the window with photo in hand it's the sound of your voice you're calling me back and I close my eyes I hear sweet singing birds oh then your hands in mine once again, once more Keep with me the rhythm All the reason and the rhyme Come on, keep with me my love For the rest of time Oh, keep with me I sit by the window with a photo in hand. It's the sound of your voice. You're calling me back. Wow. That is a beautiful song. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, it's about a, a difficult subject, too. Yes. But it's something about music that, you know, I understand you know, a lot of Alzheimer's patients, mm -hmm. people with dementia, that, that they can still call something back when yeah, they hear music. Yeah, for sure. Music, for know. sure. My maternal grandmother lived with us um, uh, when she she was uh, in full-blown uh, uh, Alzheimer's. And it's a, it's a thing that's always dear to my heart because... Uh, it's it's you know that person is physically there in front mm. of you but each day another light goes out so and the other thing is i'll get i'll get 20 year olds who are like man that's just my favorite song to listen to when yeah. i'm just sitting back and you know it's it's a it's a fallacy to think that these subjects are, are only for the old no it's true you know so i i, I yeah. love being able to and you know a funny uh a, a, not funny a beautiful thing happened uh, the other night when uh, uh sorry i'm going to call on my manager here lisa where were we the other night the second one. The second one. We were uh, in Morristown, New Jersey. Morristown, New Jersey. Project. Yeah. Uh -huh. And uh, and sorry, my memory is. I have a tour memory that's never good. <laughs> um, and at the halftime, I had sang a song. Uh, one of my songs called Fifty Five Years," and it was about a gentleman who had lived uh, and spent every single night uh, in the same bed with his beautiful wife. They had never spent a night apart, and. Uh, it's a true story of this gentleman that I had met uh, when I was on tour. And at the half time, this man, uh, lovely, lovely gentleman, came up to me and uh, he said, you know, I just, 
I, I've recently lost my wife and this is the first time I've been out in three months uh, with tears in his eyes and I just hugged him. And that is the, that is the reach we yeah. have. And also the very, the very great responsibility we have as songwriters to not take this or any subject that we write about lightly because you are genuinely touching people. So it is a responsibility and I don't, I don't take it lightly at, that, at all. <clears throat> Excuse me. Absolutely. And, and what I've found with your music, uh, it, it, it reaches the community and, and you, you're very close with your audiences too. You, you, you know, there's a lot of energy going back and forth. You know, a lot of songwriters I've heard. I mean, it's almost like you're listening to their therapy sessions. Sometimes <laughs> you don't know what it's all about. You can't <laughs> yeah. relate to it, but but you're able to bring some some difficult subjects and then bring it up close to people. Um, it's a difficult thing to do. Um, th- did you grow up with music? I mean, how did you learn your craft? Um, music was all always. I mean, I was I was blessed. I grew up in Ireland, so I mean, yeah, you can't right. be more blessed. County Wexford, right? <laughs> yes, County yeah. Wexford. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, music was always around. Uh, we were always going. Uh, the 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 radio was always on, or or mum and dad's records were always playing, and uh, uh, I mean, so I was always surrounded by music. We would go to to sessions, and we, so music was always around. But none of my family, on either side, played mm-hmm. or sang. So. I'm not sure where it came from, but I came to it late. Like, uh, I picked up the guitar, taught myself the guitar, and taught myself how to sing. Uh, I've never had a lesson in either. Wow. Um, uh, at 16. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I, I came to it pretty late, you know. Well, what I consider late. Because um, everyone in Ireland comes out of the womb playing <laughs> playing, <laughs> playing the That's fiddle true. or the or the yellow pipes, you All know. Right. Um, but uh, but my parents and, and my brother and sister are massive music lovers and music fans. So so it was definitely always around me. But uh, the playing aspect and the singing aspect, uh, no, no, it's, it's I don't know where it, where it comes from. Uh, well, I'm, I'm <laughs> glad wherever it came from, it, it's here. Uh, by the way, for people who are tuning in, this is Traditions on 89.1 WFUFM. I'm Ron Alesco. My, my guest right now is Irish Mython who is at Rockwood Music Hall tonight. Uh, Marcy Geller will be with us in a little while. I, I see Marcy at our front door, so we'll, uh, we'll have her in uh, as, during our, our next hour. But right now we're, we're talking with Irish about her music. Um, you, you mentioned you taught yourself guitar. Mm-hmm. I, I understand you were also involved in sports. You were, you were a soccer player on, on a national yes, level for a while? Yes, I, I, I thought that was going to be my career. Really? Wow. Yeah, and then, uh, yes, so soccer, I... I a football. football. I, yeah, sorry, right. Sorry, I'm sorry. sorry right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry. You think I've lived in North America long enough. I've lived here for years and I still can't call it soccer. Right. I'm so of sorry. Course, no. But uh, and squash was actually my but I, I played all sports and I really thought that that was going to be my career. Um, you know, go into uh, uh, sports, sports therapy or, or be like a, a sports teacher or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Um, because, as you know, well, at the time, uh, women weren't getting paid very much yeah. to be professional and we're still trying to work yeah, that out today. Still difficult, yeah, it's still difficult. Uh, but, um, but then, yeah, I had a, I had an accident and I, and I blew my knee. Oh boy. And, uh, and then I was like, okay, I need to, I need to do something. Yeah. And then actually the, the story, uh, is, is a funny one. It's, uh, my parents, my dad took a job in the Middle East. Uh, he was with, uh, he was with an airline and uh in engineering and he took a job out in the middle of the middle east and you know i was a i was a teenager i had all the freedom of running around ireland and uh then i was in the middle east and uh, i wasn't a happy camper yeah. was not a happy camper <laughs> so my mom uh came home one one day and i'll never forget it with this with this yamaha guitar oh. and i was like 
yeah, that's cool. Whatever, you know, <laughs> slam the door again. You know, the typical right. bloody teenager. You know, my kids too. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and then uh, I'll never forget it. My mom still tells the story. They were entertaining in in the front room, and then my mom came in the room and said, and knocked on the door and said, "Will you turn down the CD, please?" And and then she opened the door and she was like, "Whoa, is that you? Okay, uh, out here now, performing uh, monkey, out here now." <laughs> and and. And then very shortly after that, I had my first gig, and I still remember it. It was at the Alain Palace, the Alley Pally. Oh, wow. And I played Slip Sliding Away. <laughs> oh, I love that song. I love yeah, that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh, and, but the funny thing was that the moment I got up there, I was like, I want to do nothing else with my life. Yeah. And there was probably three people there. Uh-huh. But it didn't matter. It was the stage. It was the performing. It was the, and I knew that's what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. And, and I have beautiful brilliant heroic parents who yeah. allowed me to do so oh, that's that's <laughs> wonderful as i say one door closes another yeah. one opens and yeah. it, it's worked out well um irish uh, you you um you have i i know we're, we have a little camera on our arm but yeah. i understand you have a tattoo on your arm yes i do which has a roman numeral of a very important date what yeah. could you tell our audience Ooh, about it how did you hear about that oh i get around i get around. <laughs> okay well the roman numeral is yeah, where the camera is, is but uh, <laughs> It's the 27th of the 6th, 2006, uh-huh. and, uh, and uh, it's, it's a special date. That's all I'm saying. That's okay, okay. <laughs> I, I kind of know the rest, but I would uh, <laughs> But um, you, you emigrated to Canada, yep. um, and uh, what, 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 what brought the, that on? To Prince Edward Island, uh, which... Uh, well, first of all, first of all I, went to, uh, uh, I went to a beautiful place called Canso, Nova Scotia, uh-huh. which is which is famed for, for Stan Rogers. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they have a beautiful, wonderful f- festival that's actually in its 20th year now, uh, the Stan Rogers Folk Festival. And I got the opportunity uh, to, to go on the main stage there, and it was, it was just jaw-dropping. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did a tour um, uh, on the back of that, like that was the anchor date, and then I did a tour. And then the following year in 2007, the tour got a lot longer. And, uh, and I just thought to myself, this country is... is you know, it's it's bordering the states, which is like the you know the the mecca for all music, really. Um, I find, and and then you know the rest of Canada opened up for me, and I thought, right, I'm just going to move here, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I, I migrated, and then about five years ago, I got to uh, uh, go to Prince Edward Island, fell right in love with Prince Edward Island, and. I've been there ever since. Uh, it's it's my home. I'm very very proud of it. <laughs> and you've been recording some wonderful EPs and CDs. Yeah. Uh, as we mentioned before, you you won the uh, East Coast Music Association Roots yeah. Album of the Year. Um, I'd like to play a cut from from your the award winning CD. Sure. Um, I think we were talking about playing. Whoops, my CD just went out of the deck. Uh, we were talking about um, how do you love? Is yep, that the one? Yeah, yeah. Do, do you want to introduce this one for us? Tell us. Uh, what, yeah, what's a this bit one. About? This one was. Um, it was really just uh, I was in a, a bit of a, a bit of a place in my life where where I thought, uh, you know, you've got to it's it's great to fall in love, mm-hmm. but you got to battle hard to keep in love, you know, and 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 then this song just flowed out and uh, luckily it's worked. <laughs> So sure when all that I held was 
It's all that I knew Forever seems short When you let it go There's always a chance Nothing is true song from Irish Mython. Uh, again, the name of this is the self-titled CD, which mm-hmm. came out in 2014 initially? Yeah, uh, 2015. 2015, yep. okay, yep. okay. Yep. How Do You Love is the name of that song. Irish is with us in the studio today on Traditions, and tonight she'll be at Rockwood Music Hall Stage 3, a 10 p.m. show. It's a wonderful venue to, to see Irish uh, up close and personal, and 
I have the honor of having you here in our studio today, <laughs> as close and personal as you could get. Um, we were talking before, uh, you know, you kind of burst into prominence here in the U.S. by <laughs> playing at the Folk Alliance yep. and then Philly Folk. This is really your first tour, so to speak, of yeah, the, the really. U.S.? Wow. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, so, I mean, we've, we've just had some great, uh, some great dates on the tour so uh -huh. far and some great ones coming up. Yeah. Uh, we're going down to Raleigh. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to play in Boston. You know, so uh, I'm I'm just delighted. Yeah. You're, you're delighted. Spring Gulch Fe Fe yes, Folk Festival yes, next weekend yes, too. Yes, yeah, that's yep, a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was tour brain coming in again. I uh. forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm excited. Yeah. Really excited. I'm, I think I'm I'm closing out the Saturday night. Is yeah. Yeah, Friday night, tour brain, uh, Friday night. I'm closing at the Friday night. As long as you show up, that's yeah, all. That's right. yeah, yeah. Hopefully on the Friday and right, not the Saturday. Right. <laughs> as, a, as a new country, so to speak, yeah. uh, for you, is, is it hard finding audiences? Or is, I mean, I guess word of mouth is spreading. I mean, you've got some amazing performances on YouTube. There's one mm -hmm. of you doing um, Old Triangle mm -hmm. from Philly, which I think is gaining a lot of attention. Yeah, that's great. Um, but are, are, is it difficult finding new audiences for you or i've always found and in particular uh, because i do tour you know so many regions like with europe australia and, and north america um that it always comes down to audiences are really smart mm -hmm. it doesn't matter where they, they're from audiences are really really smart and if you're not honest with them and they don't feel like you're working as hard as they worked for their money to pay in to see you right then uh, you're in trouble. So I've always tried to give 110% every show. Um, like I don't do set lists. Mm. I let the uh, I let the audience dictate. You know where where the evening is going, and I find that 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 comes back to me tenfold. You know. Also, one thing that I that I really pride myself on is uh, if I'm at a festival or if I'm at a show, I don't hide in the green room. I don't do anything like that. I am out on the floor. I am walking in the field, and if it's muddy, I'm getting muddy with them because I want to meet people, you mm -hmm. know. Um, I've come a long way, and I don't want to just, you know, go on stage, get off stage, get in the car, and leave, you know. Right. Um, so I think audiences or like, I'm knocking on one there. I hope audiences sense that, and, uh, and that's why I've been able to grow so quickly, uh, um, you know, in North America. I've got some really loyal fans, yeah. very loyal. And I had one woman fly from... From New Zealand to Australia to come to come and see me, like so. Yeah, it's pretty. I don't know whether that borderline stalker or not, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll take it right now. Right, I'll take why it right not? now. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, when I saw you at the at the folk conference, and that's a conference that's filled with other musicians mm -hmm. and other radio people and such. But when the the buzz came about. When you started performing, I mean, it was like everybody became a fan, and that—that oh, uh, that was Thank so you. nice to see and, Thank and hear. You. Thank you. Um, in the time we have left, would you mind sure. sharing another song with us? I'd love to. This one is called Jesus. Just the other day he was wearing funky sandals and a little goatee Dreads that he had just died black All in all, he was looking pretty slick I said, oh, Jesus, Jesus, won't you save my soul, yeah Jesus, Jesus, I don't want to grow old Ain't as bad as you think I am Come on, Jesus, be a reasonable man 
looked right down upon me. He said, you know I ain't in that line of work no more, but I'll call up my dad and see what he can do. And sure was real nice talking to you. So he left me there, still down on my knees. I watched him dance on down the road, and I, I cried after him, please. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, won't you save my soul? Jesus, Jesus, I don't want to grow old. Ain't as bad as you think I am. Come on now, Jesus, be a reasonable man. Yeah. You see, I'm a drinking woman, that much is true. And yes, I am partial to a woman or two. That don't mean I deserve to burn, cause if my friends will go to heaven, I deserve my turn. I deserve my turn, yeah. I deserve my turn. I say, oh, Jesus, Jesus, won't you save my soul? Jesus, Jesus, I don't want to grow old. Jesus, yeah. Be a reasonable woman, a reasonable woman, a reasonable woman, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh man, that that is such a powerful song. It's from your, you. your album "Sweet Necessity," yes, indeed. and uh, it says a lot. Uh, how did that one come to be? I mean, what what brought that on? Uh, it, it was a funny one. I was raised um, very finely as a as a Catholic, yeah. and uh, and I I actually enjoyed the whole the whole going to mass and and uh, and you know I know my Bible and stuff, but but it never sat right in my head mm. why why. Uh, Certain people were excluded from the church or from the Bible uh, because of man's interpretation of it. Um, and so I wrote, I wrote that song. And then funnily enough, it came full circle uh, when I was in Sweden and I was asked by the, Goth uh, the Archbishop of Sweden when he was doing his mass in the cathedral in Gothenburg to sing this very song in its entirety, oh. no changing words, um, while he did his mass. And I thought... This is a wonderful opportunity. Yeah. This guy is very, very cool. And yeah, so I always, I always kind of say in my shows, uh, if you find the song uh, in any way, shape or form blasphemous, uh, the Archbishop asked for it. So I think <laughs> it should be good enough for you. Kind of thing. Well, hopefully the church is changing with yes, the, the rest of us. So that's, that's, that's good to see. We, we need songs like that. <laughs> Well, Irish, I, I am so, so grateful that you were able to come here today, uh, as, you know, especially I know you got a busy day, you got uh, Rockwood tonight, yeah. and uh, what, what, what's your plans for the future? Are you going to be doing some touring this summer, any festivals coming up? Uh, yeah, I'm uh, not unfortunately, I'm, I'm glad that it's jam-packed, but unfortunately none of them are in the States. Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes, the Keswick Theater is coming up on June 4th, uh -huh. uh, so I'm super excited about that one. Uh, but after this run, yeah, they're all in. They're all in Canada, oh. and then I've got another run. Uh, all of October will be in in uh, Australia, and then I'm back into Canada. Perhaps the perhaps the states, November, December, January, and then off again to Australia, 
And then it all starts again. Wow. <laughs> a whirlwind tour there. Yeah, and somewhere in there, there's going to be a, re- a new record a new one, as well. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Now, yeah, I know when you perform, you mix a lot of traditional songs mm-hmm. along with contemporary. I, I don't, I, you haven't really recorded any traditional music though, have you? Or? Uh, not, uh, it's traditional songs. Yeah. Yeah. On the last track, I always call it like the hidden kind of track, but the last track on the latest album is called Sheila Doran. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that's, uh, that's done in, whilst it's not a very traditional, uh, a very old song, um, it was written by a marvelous man who's, who's left us now, but uh, Christy Hennessy. Um, that is done in the old tradition. Uh-huh. And I was very keen to, to keep in that old tradition because it's a cappella, but at the very end of the song, there's a little, there's a little mandolin that we, that we passed by the microphone. And that uh, stems back to uh, in, the, in the older days in Ireland, that's how they used to advertise stuff. So they would walk by your window, you would hear the musician play and then you would come to your window and then you could see there was whatever show was on or maybe there was pigs for sale or maybe whatever it was and so I really wanted to give a nod to that so the very end that you you hear this little mandolin riff just go by so yeah and and I mean it's it's certainly not out of the question uh, and in fact it's it's been burning in me for a long Mm -hmm. time I want to do an album of of traditional music for sure yeah for sure yeah I look forward to that but I look forward to whatever you plan on doing much. You, you know, you've got some incredible songs that we've been hearing this afternoon, and uh, I'm sure that your your next batch is going to be just as lovely. Here's hoping. A- any any timetable for when that recording might? I'm be hoping out? to go in to record around this September, uh-huh. uh, September uh, uh, month, and then it'll be out as as soon as my team deem excellent. It's it's, uh, it's appropriate to come out. I'd have it out already. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you could give our audience the name of your website. Yes, it's just irishmythen.com. And also, I'm on all of the social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all as Irish Mythen. Okay, and we, uh, I urge everybody also to check out your, your pages on YouTube. And tonight, Rockwood Music Hall, Stage 3, 10 p.m. in New York City. Irish, thank you so much for joining us Thanks today. Thanks for the opportunity. Sheila Doran loves Joe Kelly. Sheila Doran wrote this song. Sheila Doran loves Joe Kelly. They walked out for nine years long. Now one evening when they were walking home, a soldier passed on their way. Sheila Doran said to the soldier, Do you remember me? I came back, Sheila Doran, to see the places where we used to lay. I came back to say I love you. And I'll never go away. No trains, no boats, no planes, no wars will ever make me stray. Cause I love you, Sheila Doran. This time I'm home to stay. Now Joe Kelly cut the soldier, he cut him by the throat And the more that Sheila shouted, the more that Joe said no He cut the soldier all about the head, till the blood came out his eyes Sheila Doran loves Joe Kelly, but Sheila Doran had to cry It was written in the papers that Joe Kelly got ten years And they talked to Sheila Doran all about the whole affair Bad luck to all the soldiers, they're supposed to come and go our way 
Sure it was his green eyes shining That ever made me stray Sheila Doran had gone to see her man And she had just left there When a guard and a prisoner began to fight And the bullets began to fly Now Sheila Doran loves Joe Kelly But Sheila Doran wants to die She called the priest, come on over, come on over by my side And bring yourself a fountain pen to write down these three lines This child inside me breathing life, whether it be girl or boy Sheila Doran loves Joe Kelly, Sheila Doran had to die now it's written on the tombstone For anyone who cares To read of love's misfortune Brought on by hate and fear Bad luck to all the soldiers Bad luck to all their wars And bad luck to all you fighting men No matter what the cause Sheila Doran loves Joe Kelly. Sheila Doran wrote this song.